happy hump day, fellow listeners. I hope you've had a fabulous Wednesday and maybe had some positive dating experiences or just something positive going on in your life. Now, tonight is going to be all about relationship red flags. You know those big glaring signals that you probably should have listened to, but you probably overlooked and wound up in a big giant disaster? Well, I'm going to delve into the top 10 of those tonight because... We honestly need to start paying more attention to these red flags so that we can bail ourselves out before we're on a sinking ship. I think you all know what I'm talking about. Now, my first one is gonna be to do with silent treatment or your communication with your partner is all in moodiness like if they're upset about something and the only way you know they're upset is that they're giving you no response or they just seem upset in like throwing things across the floor just like meh that's something that is definitely a red flag because how are you going to have a future with somebody who communicates like that if you don't know what they're upset about? No real growth in that. Ah, number two. The lack of trust when someone isn't honest with themselves it usually means it's hard to be honest with you you may feel that uh, there's a lot of hidden pieces like okay let me rephrase this one because it gets a, a, a little hard to understand sometimes it's essentially that uh, they've hidden pieces of their lives and you think they've lied to you but they really haven't so you wind up feeling like there's a lot of missing pieces to the puzzle that it doesn't all fit and you're not sure whether they meant to hide it or they just didn't feel it was important enough to tell you. This one doesn't work because you're never going to know if they're honest. The only way to beat this one into the head is ask as many questions as you can and if you don't get the right answers or no answers at all, back away slowly. Do not pass go. Of course, number three is significant people in your life don't like them. I remember a point where I had run uh, within 
two weeks of dating my most recent ex, we had run into a very lovely couple that I'm friends with, and they didn't like him. And I shouldn't have overlooked that because they are an amazing couple. But it's something that happens in life. And honestly, if the most most important people in your life are getting a bad impression, you don't want to go there. I'm going to take a short break and throw some tunes at you. And we'll be right back into the next three of the top 10 dating red flags. Now, with number four, there is a fine line toward being, having fun and shirking off all responsibilities to go have some fun. If your partner is irresponsible, immature, and unpredictable to a point where you can't rely on them being there for you, run away. Like, if you have made plans more than three times and they have not been there, run away. I have had that happen to me where I believed they had a good excuse or at least I let them have a good excuse. Do not create an excuse for them. If they have not provided you one after two times, run away. Number five is controlling behavior. Essentially, where they're trying to make you choose between them and other people. Uh, They question your time with people they've never met. I have had that happen multiple times where I'll go and tag my best friends in posts and I'll gain a bombardment of questions of who's that? Not bothering to phrase it in a way where it's more like oh hey, I saw you tag so and so in that post, what's your relationship with them? It's more the oh, so you're going on dates? Like That is something you want to back away from. It may be something that they're not not aware that they're doing. So before you run away from this one, it sometimes is better to ask a question because they may not know that this is a not great behavior. But if they're trying to make you choose between your best friends that you've had for well over a decade, no. That's a gigantic red flag. Back away slowly. Essentially, treat this one as a cougar. Look it straight in the eyes and back away. Give it enough room to escape. 
number six is when you feel insecure in your relationship, you don't know where you stand. Uh, you might seek reassure. This one I have done multiple times myself. And I was 100% guilty of it in my last relationship as well. I overlooked a bazillion of these red flags and I know for future relationships it's definitely gonna help me and hopefully it helps you too if you're listening to this right now and really those red flags are glaring anyways back to number six here uh you'll likely seek reassurances that are temporary leaving you to do 90 percent of the work on keeping that relationship Essentially, you'll give them a call out of the blue and they'll just say they love you, they miss you, they care for you. But they never show up to your doorstep on time. They're always late. Leaving you again right back at that step one of what the fuck is going on, man? You said you cared. If you're left in that spot, You better just let them go. Don't even call them again. Unless that phrase, I love you, has been said. Just back away from that. Anyways, I'll be right back with the next couple of red flags. Right back into the last few here. Number seven. Um, This one you need to ask a couple of questions about because we all do have our own histories but if they have a secretive past that especially has to do with illegal activities or addictive behaviors that might not have been corrected You don't want to ignore or excuse anything that makes you uncomfortable or, you know, does that whole raises the rock eyebrow. (laughs) Essentially, when it comes to this one, when in doubt, ask a question. If you're still questioning if they're still doing this thing that you know that they've done in their past, then it is probably best to just leave this one. Because it can lead to some very destructive things in your own life. It can leave you any number of things. Number eight. Non... Essentially, they haven't resolved past relationship issues uh, where they're either placing the blame solely with the other person or they're just saying it wasn't their fault that there's nothing that it was their relationships ended with nothing to do with them And that's 100% bullshit because everybody has a problem in their relationships at some point or another. 
It may be something tiny, but there is always something to learn from a relationship end. Even if it was abusive and horrible, there is something to learn from it. So if they're unable to evaluate why things ended or blame solely on another person, you can bet that 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 cycle is going to repeat and you're, you may wind up looking like or being said that you're the crazy ex that made everything happen. Trust me, I'm pretty, I've had this numerous times and anybody who knows me or has listened to me for any number of times knows that I'm furthest from that. I can be driven to what may look like craziness if you're on the outside of a situation. But anybody really can be if you've been put in what I have. I'll get into that in another time. Number nine is when your relationship is built on feeling needed that certain things have to be done to make you feel satisfied or you have to allow your partner to satisfy your needs when it's based upon like they have to clean your house or you have to clean your house to satisfy your partner that isn't a satisfying relationship there isn't room for growth there it's not saying I care for you as you are you don't need to do things for me mind you acts of service is a very valid um, love language which is also another that I'll get into one of these days but If it's solely based on they have to do something or you need to do something for them in order to be happy with them in your life, you want to avoid the sinking ship. Hey listeners, I'm just going to close out here with the last one. This is the biggest biggest red flag of all is abusive behaviors from mild to major. Mild is anywhere from um, psychological, which is they're cracking jokes at your expense, um, belittling little things that you're doing, such as, in my case, my house being a disaster while I am going to school, working, being a full-time mom, uh, as well as somehow having a social life that because my house wasn't spotless, I wasn't good enough. That is definitely one that I should not have ever overlooked. Um... Also, things that may seem 
like they're meant as jokes, but they're always about you. Uh, Of course, physical abuse, if you aren't into BDSM, where of course that has its own, uh, has its own contracts, your own, uh, there's things to that that make it not abuse, of course. So those are definitely major things that you want to avoid. And besides, who wants to be in a relationship with a bully? That's not going to go anywhere. That's not going to grow. That's not going to be what you want in your life. The good things that you want in your life are a partner that's going to be by your side, that you're going to be able to rely on. That's going to build you up, not break you down. That's going to grow with you. That's going to be able to take the things from their past and put it forward as positives to their future. You want somebody that you're going to be able to rely on, to trust. To know that your friends and family like this person and want them around in your life. So to every one of my listeners out there, if you have red flags that you need to add to this list, or if you have questions about these red flags, please give a call in, shout out, whatever you need to do. I want to hear from you. And as always, I'm here to answer any questions anytime. I wish you all happy dating. And remember, when in doubt, ask a question. Good night.